0: Welcome, everybody, to the Ville House Podcast, where we have everyday people, great stories, and good times. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What's up, babes? Hi. (laughs) You're looking at me like, I don't want to do this.
1: No, I'm down to do it.
0: Are you? I'm tired, though. I'm tired as well, but we're doing it. Yep. Yeah, we were supposed to do this right after the Spartan Race, but we were pretty exhausted and uh, we had to get ready to travel. Yes. So So we're doing it last minute once again.
1: Yeah, you know. I feel like even if we weren't traveling yesterday, we wouldn't have wanted to do it after, <laughs> the, after the race. I was really tired and exhausted. Um, and my muscles were just tight.
0: Yeah, I was pretty exhausted afterwards. So we ran the, the Spartan Race, the Super. The Super. The Super out in... Burnet, Texas.
1: Burnet, Texas.
0: I used to say Burnett, Texas, and then I got corrected real quick by somebody that lives there. Yes. it. <laughs> I was like, okay. In Burnet, Texas.
1: He was confused on where you were talking about. He was like, you mean Burnett? <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like saying Cookville, and then somebody else saying Cookville. Yeah. Same thing. Anyways, so that day I learned that it's called Burnett, Texas. it. Not Burnet. Burnett. Burnett. So anyways, we ran the, the race there, which so we ran a Spartan race this past weekend and it's the first one we've done since 2016 Yep. and we completed our trifecta and the first time we ran.
1: So time out. For those of you who don't know what that means, the Spartan race has three main races. They have a Sprint, which is a 5K, a Super, which is a 10K, and then a Beast, which is a half marathon. And when you do all three in one calendar year, so that's January to December, not when you start to whenever you end, but in one calendar year, you get the whole trifecta.
0: Yeah. And we did that in 2016. Not intentionally. I think we just, that was our first time ever running our Spartan race. And we did it with Chewy, my brother.
1: Yeah. It was kind of how we did this one. Like we did the super and then after the super, we were like, oh shit, we want to do the other two and get the trifecta.
0: Yeah yeah because we had never done a, a spartan race and then after we did it it was a ton of fun and uh, we found out that you could do the whole trifecta thing and it's cool because so spartan race already gives badass medals every time you finish yeah and like that's like one of the the perks of running the race uh, out of thousands of perks but uh you see or you hear the click clack of the of the medals whenever you hear everybody walking around that's completed the race Because the medals are banging against each other. Because you get two medals. You get the medal for completing the race and then a section. Like a pie piece. A pie piece of what completes a bigger medal, which you get all three if you do your trifecta.
1: Yeah. So, like, if you just think of a circle that's divided into thirds, uh, one of the thirds is for the sprint, one of the thirds is for the beast, one of the thirds is for the super. And once you complete them, all of those three pieces magnet to each other... And they make a circle medal, and they're like the colors of each race. And but you ha- have to do them all in the same calendar year because the way that they make the cuts each yeah. year is like just a few degrees off. So you can't connect. It won't make a full circle if you put the pieces together from another year.
0: Yeah, they change it from year to year. Just so it's like incentive to finish your yeah. trifecta in, in the in one calendar year. But it's just pretty bad ass once you put the medals together. It's just one big ass medal, which is awesome. Yeah. And don't they, I don't know if it's true, but they make them bigger if it's like your second trifecta or third trifecta?
1: So you get a bigger medal if it's your second or third trifecta. (laughs) Um, I don't think the pie pieces are bigger, but I think you get like a trifecta finisher's medal.
0: Oh. That'd be pretty badass. So yeah. after doing this one, we had no plans of doing a trifecta. But once we got into this Spartan spirit, we were like, yes. fuck yeah, might as well do a trifecta. The way we did it in 2016. And by the way, 2016 was a long-ass time ago. Every time we talked to people about the Spartan race, it's like, oh, yeah, we did it a couple years. Well, at least I did. I will say like, yeah, we did it a couple of years ago. And this is how it went. This is how we felt about it. And then I started thinking about it. It's like, fuck, that was... In 2016, that was five years ago.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize it had been five years until we were in the middle of the race yesterday, and we were talking about it. And then I was like, "Oh no, it's been five years yeah. since we did this." And then that just threw me off.
0: <laughs> and then we kind of did in this along the same timeline because so in 2016, the first race that we ran What's was the Austin was the one in Burnet, Burnet, Texas. Um, so and you, it was in May oh, also.
1: Yeah, so if you look these up online to like see the Spartan races, it's under Austin, Texas, but Burnet is like an hour outside of Austin. Yeah, yeah, roughly, so
0: it's listed as Austin, but the race is actually on a big piece of land. Yeah, uh,
1: it's just someone's private property that they allow Spartan to set up the race on.
0: Yeah, running through there, it's it's mostly it looks. Like, it's mostly used for a shooting range. And then there was, like, a a dirt track, which is – it looks like like a motocross or or, or something like that uh, as you're running through it. Uh, But, yeah, that's how we did it in 2016. And then the Beast and the Sprint, we did it back-to-back, which was not a great idea. We did
1: the half marathon on Saturday and the 5K on Sunday.
0: Yeah, and we did that in October of that year, So, which was – pretty good because it was in south carolina charleston charleston south carolina i don't remember i think so uh so it was like a little bit chilly in the morning but as the day progressed it got a lot warmer and then as you're running through everything uh you're naturally just going to get hot so it wasn't too bad
1: yeah i'm trying to i'm pulling up the website now to see like where it was actually at Um, yeah i think it was in charleston
0: and what sucked about that one it was so many up and downs
1: yes there was a lot of elevation gain and loss in that one
0: yeah and for Uh, me like going downhill is a lot worse than going uphill yeah you think for me it is it 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 hurts my knees
1: yeah i i find going uphill is more difficult because once i'm up there i can like put a little pep in my step and get down the hill pretty quick yeah. It's just like, it's really in your core, like tightening your core and leaning back a little bit. And then just. T- 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 t-
0: well, yeah, <laughs> it just, it, it hurts my knee. I guess going uphill is a lot more exo- exhausting, but yeah. Uh, going downhill just hurts more. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I don't remember. <sighs> I mean, this one, I feel like when we did this race back in 2016, it was still in Burnet. It was in the same location. Um, But I don't remember it having the elevation gain that this one had.
0: I don't know if it was the same location because, yeah, the elevation gain on this one seemed a lot.
1: I wonder if it's just on a different part of the property because it was still in Burnett, Texas.
0: Yeah, but they could have been using somebody else's land.
1: Yeah, that's true. The one that we did was in Asheville, South Carolina.
0: Oh, Asheville?
1: Mm -hmm. No way. Yes, it was. I just looked it up on the website. Oh. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I thought Asheville was in North Carolina. Maybe mm-hmm. there's two Ashevilles.
1: I mean, that's what it – well, yeah, it says North Carolina, but we were for sure in South Carolina.
0: Yeah. Anyways, there was crazy mountains that we were going yeah. up and down the entire the entire 13 miles for <clears throat> for the beast and then the same thing for, for the sprint, which that year – so Saturday morning – we did the beast and it took us like seven hours to complete.
1: Yeah. That one. I'm looking at our results online just because you wear. So when you get there, they give you like a headband that has a number that's specific to you. They give you a wristband that tells you what time your heat is going to start. And then they give you a chip that you put either on your shoe or on your wrist or something. And it tracks like where your location is and your time. Just so if you like get off the beaten path or whatever, like, the location is there, so it took us to do the beast. It took us seven hours, twenty eight minutes, and fifty seven seconds, in, on October twenty ninth, twenty
0: sixteen. October twenty ninth. Damn. Mm-hmm. So it was towards the end of
1: the of the month. And we did the super April twenty
0: third, twenty sixteen. Oh, so in April. I mm-hmm. thought it was in May. So it, almost the same time frame. But yeah, so we did the beast on a Saturday morning, which is a long one, thirteen miles. Bunch of mountains went up and down, up and down, and and then all the obstacles. Thirty obstacles. Thirty obstacles. The following morning, we did the sprint.
1: Yeah, and I don't show the sprint on here, so I can't like See gauge the it for time. I'm gonna try to like email them and get it added, yeah. like get it added back on here. But I just don't have it, so.
0: I- yeah, I I remember thinking this is a bad idea. I don't know how we're gonna do it. Um, because we were totally exhausted after, after the beast, but I remember when we did it early in the year, the, when we did the super mm-hmm. with chewy, the following day we were miserable, and that entire week we were just sore, like from the neck down. it was, it was terrible. And I was, and I was thinking, I was like, man, we're going to feel exactly like this the next day when we do the sprint, after doing the beast, It's like, I don't know how we're going to get through it. Turns out it was a little bit better. Because after the beast, we went through and we did the sprint, which was only 5K. Well, not only, but it was 5K. It was three miles. Yeah. So it wasn't as exhausting. And it kind of worked out our muscles, I guess, which made it better for us for the rest of the week because we didn't feel as bad. It's like we worked everything out. So the soreness didn't set in as bad as it usually did or -hmm. or as it did the first time.
1: Yeah. So. Just to like give you guys a reference, the first time we did the Super, which was on April 23rd, 2016, it took us four hours, 14 minutes, and 11 seconds to do a 10k, which is roughly like six to seven miles. Um, and it doesn't have like the exact distance of the race on here, it just says a 10k. Um, and the, the distances vary, right? So this, the one that we did in the Carolina or no, this one was in Austin as well. Um, it was a 10 K with 25 obstacles. Um, and it took us four hours and 14 minutes. That's again, with no preparation, no like hydration. (laughs) We just were not ready for that race in any stretch of the imagination.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Our workouts prior to that were like sporadic and we weren't doing anything serious. Uh, but for this one, We've been doing 75 hard, so the workouts have been in there. Although, we haven't had any rest days, which sucks. Uh, But we have done some lighter workouts.
1: Yeah, so we ran the race yesterday, and today we did like a – we still worked out twice a day for 45 minutes each day. We did our outside workout. um, But they were more active recovery workouts by, like, lifting weights and doing the things. Yeah yeah so the one we did yesterday to just like put it into reference, the first one same race, same distance, same obstacles. uh the first one we did was four hours and fourteen minutes, and the one we did yesterday was two hours and fifty nine minutes Ooh, yeah, so we shaved an hour and an hour and fifteen minutes off yeah. the time.
0: We did better, and then we ran it with uh two of our friends, yeah, uh, so it was, it's cool to have the more people you have doing the race with you, the better yeah uh it it makes it a lot funner It makes it more fun more fun more fun. The last funner? three
1: episodes you've had the same debate with yourself. You need to look up the correct terminology.
0: I don't give a shit um <laughs> I'm gonna say whatever comes to me first
1: but yeah, it was fun uh I mean, like as everyone knows, I just have really bad issues with my knees and my lower back, so I can't run long distances um so after about like a mile, maybe even less than a mile. I was struggling on the running thing. And Erin, one of our friends who was on last week's episode, who ran it with us with her husband. Um,
0: Justin she, Leaper, the bull rider.
1: She's just by nature a runner, right? Like she coaches running. She Everything about her is running. So she was like, see y'all. And then she would just wait on us at the obstacles. Yeah. But I did feel like I held you guys back as like a group because everyone – was running and things, and I was like, I just don't got it.
0: No, I don't think you did. Because uh, those hills... I mean, if we stopped... If uh we ran, like, on the flat areas, we definitely weren't going to run on the hills. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was difficult. And then uh, Justin was cramping up, too.
1: Yeah, he had bad cramps.
0: Yeah. Dr- ate some mustard, felt a little bit better. But after the r- race, uh, he was still cramping up, so it was... I saw his calf. Like like, uh, inverted. Yeah. It was contracting. I was like, oh, shit, that looks bad. I felt bad for him.
1: Well, so for for me, I didn't cramp up during the race or after the race. After the race, I felt fine. I mean, I was tired, but I felt fine. And then I had like a lot of, I wouldn't even call them injuries. They were like minor inconveniences, like some bruises and scratches. And, oh, I think I like hurt one of my ribs on – one of the obstacles. But I mean, overall, I didn't feel bad. And then I sat in the truck and we drove for like 30 minutes. And when I got up from sitting down for 30 minutes with, keep in mind, we did not stretch or cool down or anything. We just like ate a banana, chugged down a fit aid and was like, get in the car. We're leaving. Um, My freaking butt just started cramping up. Like, (laughs) and your glute is such a large muscle. Like, Uh, i couldn't walk i was like a locked down my whole thigh and i was like oh god i can't make it stop (laughs) um but yeah i mean today this morning when i woke up i was i was pretty tender (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i I woke up pretty sore well today's day two um right
1: day two no first day post-race
0: oh so we did it yesterday Yes. Shit, I'm already thinking it's today. Yeah. So this, today I woke up pretty sore. From Tomorrow my, I'm going to be real sore. My upper body was wrecked. So last time we did the the Spartan race, my upper body didn't feel this wrecked. I, I don't know. Like my shoulders have gotten worse. You didn't
1: do a lot of the obstacles last time that you did this time though.
0: Yeah, I did. I did all of them. The only one that was new that I didn't do last time was that one that I couldn't get up. So it was... It was a rope on a straight wall. Yeah, up to a to, platform. Yeah, up to a platform. That one, I could climb the rope all the way to the top, but I couldn't get from the top over onto the flat, uh, the platform, which yeah. is weird. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's kind of like if you're rappelling, but going upwards, and then you're at such a weird angle that it's hard to – to like lean over and jump onto the wall. Like you have yeah. no momentum or anything, but like, and there's nothing to grab onto.
1: Caveat that by saying Spartan makes everything difficult for a reason, right? Cause yeah. it, it's supposed to be a challenge. So you go through mud obstacles before you get there. So your shoes are slick, your hands are slick. And then the walls are like painted with a <laughs> like gloss finish paint. So they're like, they're slick. It's not like a, a, like a piece of plywood
0: yeah the walls get slippery
1: and then the rope was like um almost like a nylon rope so it wasn't like um it wasn't like hard so you can grip it like an actual rope it was like one of those slick ropes the problem with the ropes is that they're so damn skinny
0: yeah so that's what makes it ten times uh more difficult than having like what most CrossFit gyms have, uh, those the thicker the ropes, the wide ropes, yeah, yeah. And I don't know the diameter in inches or whatever, but usually they're they're wide enough um, where you can barely get your hands around, so they're easier to pull on. These ropes are so damn skinny that it like if you don't have a strong grip, more than likely you're gonna fail on these.
1: You still you were successful at the rope climb, weren't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. So I got everything. I failed on three
1: obstacles out of 29
0: yeah so i failed on on that one the the wall and the rope just because at the top it's a 90 degree angle on that platform and trying to and like, the
1: rope is hanging straight down the yeah. side of the wall yeah so and it'd be it's, like trying uh, to climb up a wall in your house it's
0: like an uh, i would say like an eight foot wall or something yeah. like that so trying to climb up on that um i failed that one so i had to do the penalty run which which is new to the races from the last time we saw. Yeah. You don't always have to do the, the burpees. Uh, some of them have had a penalty run. Uh, I failed that one. I failed the monkey bars with the... Uh, it wasn't monkey bars. It was like handles. Uh, and there was like 10 handles. But with each handle oh, that yeah. you grabbed, it spun. So they were they were offset.
1: You did it different than everyone, though. You did it sideways, vice, front ways.
0: Yeah, uh, it was easier to hold myself that way. Cause if I was doing the way the grip is set up, if I, I can't hold myself up that way. Yeah. Uh, if I was just facing forward, so I have to turn sideways, kind of like you're doing a pull up Yeah. instead of,
1: so yeah, it's like a, a metal bar with like square handles Yeah on it um and they all poke out but the bar rotates and the handles are kind of like on a spiral on the bar yeah so as you grab one handle the bar is turning and then the next handle is coming down to you but you can't like reach out for a couple handles because you got to do each one to make the bar turn enough to get you there yeah
0: so so they're offset so each one is spinning and as I was going I got maybe to like the third or second to the last one And what got me is I would get the, I got the next handle, but when I tried to shift over my right hand, uh, to move over, I would miss the handle because it was spinning. So I misjudged it. And I did that quite a few times. And after a while, I was just like, Oh, I I can't hold myself up there anymore. And that was like midway through, through the race. So I, so I failed those two. And then I failed the one where it was the sideways wall where it had the chains and the balls. Oh, yeah. And, and the holes. And that one, I got about three-fourths of the way. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't hold my grip on it.
1: So that one was a flat wall that was straight up and down. There was like no lean to it. And it was just a piece of chain link, I guess, like a chain rope.
0: Yeah, it was like a uh Maybe like, like a, a foot, foot
1: long. And then it just had a, a rubber ball. Yeah, a red rubber ball on it. And then there was just holes cut into the side in between the balls. And then there was like grips for like mountain climbing on there. Yeah. And you just had to get from one side of the wall to the other, but your feet couldn't touch the ground. Yeah. Um, And again, the wall had like that slick material, so you couldn't like grip on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did like all the tricks. I took my shoes off. Like people were saying, like, use your bare feet, only use the holes. Only use the like mountain climbing things. I tried it all and I, was, I couldn't do it either.
0: Yeah, it was the technique. I was, uh, so I was able to get the technique down where your feet stayed closer to to your hands. Because uh, you're like, it's like you're Spider-Man. Yeah. I just, I, honestly, I just tired out. So I kept on going from the ball to the hole, the ball to the hole. But like my yeah. muscles were just so fatigued that I couldn't hold on to, to the next one that I grabbed. So I failed that one and got the penalty lap. But all the other ones I was able to get. So the monkey bars, the the ring swings, where you're swinging from ring to ring. Uh, the spinning monkey bars, I was able to get that Yeah, one.
1: I couldn't get those. I'm trying to see. I think they sent out an email that had all the obstacles that we did. I just don't know, like, the list of obstacles. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um. I just don't know where they're at. I don't want to spend time searching for them. But yeah, I can't. There was a lot of straight up and down walls. uh, And I struggled with those. I don't know why. Like it wasn't super difficult. But it was just awkward, I guess, would be the best way to describe it. Um, I did most of them. But it started hurting my rib because I'm right-handed. So naturally, I try to like... Grab on with the right side first, and like hoist most of my weight up. Yeah, um, and then it just like would the side of the wall would like or the top of the wall would jam into that rib, and it was it started hurting.
0: Yeah, I've never had a problem with the with the walls there. They've never been an yeah, issue for me.
1: Those are are dif- easy for you though. They were pretty difficult for me.
0: Um. Oh, so that wall, the the one that has the the chains with the balls, is called the Olympus.
1: Uh, where did you find the, uh, the I'm obstacles? On, I'm on the website,
0: and you go to oh. obstacles.
1: Yeah, um, and then which ones do we have? And I'll tell you which ones I couldn't do. I know, so there was one, it was like two straight bars, just like monkey bars. They were metal. You did two of those. And then the third one, at the same level, What it was like three bars, but they spun. So it was like a monkey bars. So you just had to grab onto it but the they were they rotated, so they had to be at like the right position
0: i think it's I think it's just called monkey bars. I don't see anything else
1: and then the third or like the fourth bar you had to grab onto it was like a foot higher than the one, yeah, and I just like I had so much momentum, I was swinging big, but like I tried to reach it, and I just didn't have the span to grab that bar, yeah. And I did it again. I got to the same position and I tried to kick it with my foot because clearly my foot's longer than my arms and even swim or swinging and like kicking my leg up as high as my leg could go, like my waist touched the bar that I was on and my foot still didn't touch that bar. Yeah. So I would have had to completely let go of the bar and like jump midair to grab that and I wasn't going to do it. So.
0: Yeah, that one's tough. Uh, It it was tough for me to reach. I didn't think I was going to be able to get it. Um but I got enough, enough I got enough momentum to swing high enough yeah. to grab it. But yeah, if you're shorter, um like you pretty much have to launch yourself Yeah, I from the pole that you're on onto onto there cuz it's it's so much higher. But I was able to get that one um
1: cuz I mean the regular monkey bars, I did that one. Yeah. Mhm. I didn't I'm tr- I'm trying to think which one I couldn't do. The so, twi-
0: the Twister was the one that I was talking about where it has those handles that are offset and then the pole spins.
1: Oh, yeah. So if you want to look these up, you just go to um, spartan.com and on the side, there's like a menu bar. You go to, to race and then Spartan races and then obstacles are there. Yep. Um, so we'll go through like the spear throw. We both got the spear throw.
0: It took me a while to get that spear throw. Yeah. That's pissing me off.
1: Um, the barbed wire crawl. That was too easy.
0: I hate that one. I hate the barbed wire crawl. Yeah. It, it hurts my knees. Well, knees and elbows. Yeah. But, uh, the Hercules hoist. So that's usually at the end. So this is just like, a uh, a bag of sand tied to the end of the rope. And then you got to lift it up by pulling the rope down. Um, so it's on a pulley and you just pull it down. So it's a hunt. I think it's a hundred pounds and the rope is thin on that too. So it just, it fucks up your grips. Oh man, that one
1: hurt my hands bad. I mean, I really enjoy that one. It makes me feel strong Yeah, and I do it easily. Um, but, it hurt my hands bad this time. I want to say, like, obviously, it's been five years since we did it. But last time, I want to say they had, like, the brown ropes. Like, no. they weren't that black nylon business. No, they never had those. That that was the issue I've always
0: had is, like, the ropes are, yeah, they're that. See, look. They're those black nylons, and they're skinny. When you
1: go to the rope climb, they have the regular ropes.
0: Well, maybe. But the ones I've always gotten, the ropes were skinny. Super yeah, skinny. they're
1: probably skinnier.
0: And... That That's the issue. If they were fatter, it would be a whole lot easier.
1: You know which other one I really struggled with? And I struggle with a lot of these because I have very little upper body strength. I mean, 75 hard after doing it for tomorrow will be day 50. After doing it for this extended amount of time, working out twice a day, being very consistent and repetitive in my workouts, I can tell I have way more upper body strength than I have had previously. Um, But the inverted wall was difficult for me. Yeah. And that is uh, the wall leans back towards you. And you have to, it's like angled, but it's angled towards you. And then you have to climb it and get to the other side. And it's probably like, what, a 10 foot, 12 foot wall?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like 10 or 12 feet.
1: Yeah. So that one's pretty difficult. Um, But I still did. I I was successful in it. The multi-rig that one, it had like ring, ring, and then that long bar that you have to like shimmy down. Yep. And then I think more rings at the other side. Yep. I don't know. I got, I did the ring, the ring, and then when I got to the bar, I just didn't know how to move on it. So I was like, well.
0: Yeah, I just needed uh grip on those rings, and then I was able to, to get through it. Uh, but that mm-hmm. one was tough, and that's the one that my shoulders really started aching. Just because like over the past few years my shoulders have got progressively worse yeah um and then i think i'm a little bit heavier than i was at, so i'm at 205 now i think back then i might have been a little bit lighter uh yeah. so that doesn't help either that I'm you a were like bit- an
1: unhealthy lighter <laughs> yeah probably because we were in san antonio you were ti
0: yeah
1: um the atlas carry i found more difficult than i thought it was gonna be the what the the Atlas balls ball. were just heavy
0: yeah they're supposed to be so I, I, I think uh for the males it was a hundred pounds. I don't know how much it was for for females.
1: Yeah I'm not sure um yeah
0: so there was the Atlas carry there was also the tire flip you were able to get the the big tire on, on the tire flip
1: yeah so walking up um the I'm trying to see, um, how much the Atlas, balls weigh, for the Spartan. Hold on. Um, the women's was 75. The men's was 115.
0: Oh, 115.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, the tire flips. As I was walking up, the lady said, "All day, only three women have been able to flip the man tire." And at that moment, I was like... Challenge accepted. <laughs> pretty much. Um, and I honestly, like, about three seconds in, was like, there's no way I'm going to flip this. Because I lifted it. Like, I had to get really low, like, in a squat to lift it. Um, and I got it up to, like, my knees. Um, and I was like, holy shit, this is super freaking heavy. Um, and then... It's like the, pretty much like every like heavy workout you have to get under the weight. Um, but I was like, in my head, if I drop this, I'm crushing my feet. So I have to get it over at this point. Um, and I mean, if I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it, I would have like called one of you guys to come help me. But um, yeah, I just, I was like, all right, I'm just going to like inch by inch. And then I had it up to my waist and I was like, okay, i it was to my waist. I could get it over.
0: Yeah. You just got to push through it. And that's what a lot of this is. And the Spartan race is just pushing through it. Um, that's what I love about it. It's like, you don't realize how much you can do until you actually go out there and try and do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because there were some of the obstacles. It's like, fuck man. Like, I don't know if my shoulders are going to be able to hold up or I'm so tired. Like can my grip, hold it or, or whatever, but you just get on there and you try and then
1: fucking knock it out. So, just so you guys aren't talking crap about me behind my back, I'm going to throw this out here. Those tires weigh 200 and 400 pounds. <laughs> that, I didn't realize it weighed that much. I mean, I knew it was really freaking heavy. Yeah. But, you just had to flip it over one time. So, 200 and So, I'll
0: say about tires, it's not like you're lifting 200 pounds all at once. No, least. you're not. You're, you're. Yeah, you're picking up one side. You're, you're you're flipping the tire, so that weight is not evenly distributed.
1: It's not uh, evenly distributed, but at one point, the majority of the weight of the tire is in your hands. Not all the weight of the tire, but a lot of the weight of the tire.
0: Yeah, you'll you'll probably get like half half of that weight uh, yeah. from picking it up from one side. So if you're if you're flipping the tire uh, and it's four hundred pounds. That doesn't mean you can go and deadlift 400 pounds. Yeah, no,
1: please don't hurt yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because it's it's not evenly distributed when you're flipping it, obviously, because half the weight is on one side and then you're picking up the the other half. But to add to that is um, lifting it is so awkward on the way that you have to lift it because you have to get close. You have to get in a good position. Make sure your back is solid. It's not bent because now you're going to fuck up your back.
1: I know I was worried about your back on that one.
0: Yeah. You have to squat really low and then uh, be as close as you can to that tire. So your knees have to push out quite a bit. And if you're not comfortable in those positions or you're not used to doing any of that kind or where you incorporate that stuff into your workouts, it's going to be extremely difficult uh, for you. So,
1: well, yeah. So the, there's a volunteer at each obstacle who will like kind of walk you through it and like, Call knock it off if they know you're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Um, but that's what she was saying. She's like, only three women all day have been able to flip the men's tires. But there's been plenty of men who had to move to the women's tires. And I was like, girl, I got this. Yeah.
0: But if it was a struggle. If you have good technique, it's going to be a lot easier. But there's some people that go out there and they just try to muscle that shit. And yeah. Oof, that's rough.
1: Um. Just backtracking, the Herculean hoist or Hercules hoist or whatever, um, the women's bag was ninety pounds and the men's was one hundred and thirty five. One
0: hundred and thirty five. Yeah. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, that's that. Uh, when so when I got to that thing is at the end of the race. Um, once you you hit that obstacle, we had like maybe half a mile to go, probably less. And at that point, my shoulders were fried, my hands were fried, my forearms were fried, uh, and I I grabbed the rope, and just grabbing it, it hurt my hands. And I was like, all right, let's just try this. And I pulled, nothing happened. That bag did not move (laughs) at all.
1: (laughs) You know, what gets me with that one is getting it up to the top is not that difficult. I mean, it's difficult, but it's not that difficult. It's that initial. The controlled down kicks my ass.
0: No, I, I find it the other way.
1: Because you have like good forearm strength to like, like hold and slowly you know, like, yeah. but, oh man, that is such a, like, I can get it up. I'm like, whew, once I get the first pull, then I'm just like, bam, bam, yeah. bam, bam. And it hits the top, but you can't, I mean, how high is that? Probably like 30 feet. Yeah. Um, and then you can't just let the bag drop. You have to control it all the way down until the bag sits on the floor. So the way they explain it is like, if it makes a dust cloud, when it falls, you felt the objective. And I'm like, oh. <laughs>
0: uh, did they say that? Yeah. That's bullshit. I would have let that shit uh, fall. The only thing, the only reason I didn't is because that rope, all that rope was like all over my feet. Yeah. So if I let it fall, the, there it was, was janking a chance. You up. <laughs> yeah. There was a chance that I was going with
1: it. So yeah. Because like, Aaron nah. was like, okay, I just drop it now. And I was like, no, you got to let it like control down. And that's when the guy said, you know, if you make a dust cloud, you failed the objective. And I yeah. was like, oh man. Nah.
0: I yeah, and once it got to about five feet off the ground, I, I just let it go. Yeah. But yeah, that initial pull is for me was a real struggle. After I got it off the ground, I was like, okay, then I could just take it step by step, step by yeah. step. Uh, but yeah, that initial pull after going through all them obstacles is is fucking ridiculous. And then the obstacle after that is the rope climb. Which yeah. Another
1: you know one. So I'm just going down the list of obstacles, talking about the ones we did, but one of the obstacles that I always find difficult is the bucket carry. Mm. So it's just a five gallon bucket. That's full to a certain extent uh, with rocks of either men or women. Um, So five years ago when we did the race, like I'm just doing a comparison five years ago when we did the race, there was two huge piles of gravel and you had to fill your own buckets. So that was super hard on your hands. Like you, and they just had holes drilled in the buckets. So like, the, fill it up to these holes for women up to these holes for men and there was no lid on the bucket so you have to like be cognizant of how you're carrying it because the you, rocks will fall out if you dropped it you have to fill it back up yes so this year when we did it they had pre-filled buckets and they had lids on them <laughs> um, but it's just an awkward way to carry it um, so again in 2016 you weren't allowed to put it on your shoulders this year that wasn't a rule um, so I carried mine like behind my head. Um, like I guess across my back, like a barbell, but I just held it on both sides.
0: Yeah. The, the sandbag. Did you say that?
1: No, the bucket carry.
0: Oh, this year. Oh yeah. We still had buckets.
1: Yeah. But they were already filled up. Oh, but you know what really just frustrated me? It was along the course. You could see where people stopped and poured rocks out of their buckets. There's like little piles of rocks. Really? And I was like, it was just getting me so frustrated. Hmm. But I was also frustrated because I hate when there's really slow people in front of me and they won't move when they hear me behind them. And I guess it's just because I'm so cognizant of like, if I'm just to a point where I can't run anymore and I need to walk for a a stint, um, I'll always make sure I'm way over to the edge so that the runners can pass me. And again, I wasn't running with this bucket, but... I just want to be done with that bucket carry as fast as don't, possible. Don't block the route. So I'm hightailing it through there with the bucket. Yeah. And I just like kind of still within the lanes of the race, but kind of veered off and went between some trees and was like beep, 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 yeah. to get in front of well, them.
0: It was a little cramped in that area too. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of like an unspoken rule within, you know, any kind of uh racing situation. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to stop or you're going to slow down, you, you pull off to the side yeah right so people that are hauling ass they can get by you kind of like on the road hey fast lanes on the left slow people on the <laughs> yes. right but just like on the road you're gonna have people that just they're completely oblivious to whatever's going on and that comes with exhaustion too but and they just get in everybody's way yeah uh but for the most part people are are good about getting off to the side and so people can can get past you
1: yeah so there was a few things that um like, what are some, like the Z wall. I figured that one out during our last trifecta. So that's just a wall that's shaped like a Z. So it's, it turns two times. Um, and they just have like little pieces of two by four that are cut and like dr- drilled in at weird angles Yeah. at the top and the bottom. So you're kind of like hanging onto the top and stepping on the ones on the bottom but making those turns the corners, your yeah. body is in just like a weird position. Yeah,
0: you just have to reach and, and figure it out. But it, it's like it's like rock climbing.
1: But you know what or, got or me like so rock frustrated wall, rock climbing? with that? this Well, yesterday was, um, I don't know why I was like telling Aaron, and and I was like, the trick is you have to keep your body really close to the wall. Like, don't try to push out because yeah. you're going to strain your grip. But when you're really close, you can like, you just have more control. And I got on the wall and I was doing it and doing it. And then at the second wall, I just hopped down and I was like, I like stepped back to walk away and I saw there was a whole another side of the wall that I missed. Like I just did a V wall instead of a Z wall. <laughs> and so I had to go all the way back and start over and do yeah. the Z wall. And my hand, it's like my grip was just like fried after that. Yeah. You got to gotta ring make the it. Bell.
0: Yeah. You got to make it to the bell.
1: I know they were like, Justin's like. You knew you had to ring the bell. I was like, I didn't hear any bells ringing, so I didn't know there was a bell. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a good time. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, Spartan races are awesome. And if you've never done one, you should definitely get out there and do it. So Joe DeSena, the founder of the Spartan races, mm-hmm. who, who's, like, uh, who's got a crazy story himself. So if you, if you don't know Joe DeSena's story, you should go out there and look it up. And uh, so it's Joe, and then DeSena D-E space. S E N A, he wrote a book and everything, but awesome dude. Um, he said he started this because he wanted to challenge people and he wanted people to like to get outdoors more. Yeah, you know, get off the couch and go do something, All right. Like stop living this sedentary lifestyle. Is that how you say it? Uh, lifestyle and, and get out and do something, and that's like um, for a lot of people out there. You'll see, uh, you'll hear him talking. Cause everybody's always talking and it's like, man, I've never done anything like this before. Or, this is the first time i am do doing anything like this. Or, um, it's like, this changed my life. Yeah. All, you know, all different kinds of stories. And, uh, that's what I like about the Spartan race. Like it's getting people active. It's getting people out there.
1: Yeah. And I tell people, cause some people are like, Oh, I like, all right, let me caveat this by saying most people in the military, most, people in the military have at least some form of like physical fitness. Yeah. You know, they, they can like walk for long periods at the least. Right. Um, so when I'm talking to people who aren't in the military and they're like, Oh, I could never do that. Like I'm not in shape. I'm not strong. Yada, yada. I always tell them there is typically like, extremely overweight people out there there are performance athletes out there who are running a freaking 6.7 mile race in 58 minutes um so i say that because the leaderboard yesterday the fastest male in the race ran 6.7 miles with 29 obstacles in 58 minutes um and that is moving yeah and I think the fastest female was like an hour and 10 minutes or something, which is still extremely quick. Yeah. Um. And then keep in mind, if there's any obstacle you cannot do, you have a 30 burpee penalty. So you have to do 30 burpees. A lot of people don't do them, but that's kind of the give and take rule. Um. And so it's just, I tell people, it doesn't matter how good of shape you're in. It's just getting out there, doing it, especially when you're with a team. Everybody's going to help each other. People yeah. you don't know are going to help you. People you do know are going to help you. It's an extremely uh, positive environment out yeah. there. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, you had like a 10-minute coaching session on the spear throw. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> so pretend you're Joe Montana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now throw that pigskin. I was <laughs> like, all right. Uh, yeah. But nah. Uh yeah, it's a totally positive environment. People are going to help you, people cheer you on. It, it, for those people that don't like that shit, um it's going to happen anyway because everybody out there just wants to see people they want to see you succeed, right? They yeah. they everybody knows exactly what you're going through cuz everybody's going through the exact same thing. Yeah. Uh but yeah, you have some people that are extremely overweight and the Spartan race might be like their their, it might've
1: been like their goal that they were getting to, you know, like you never know where somebody's at in their journey. Yeah. So they could have been like working out for the past three months. And to you, it's like, wow, that person's like extremely overweight, but they may have just been like busting it for the past three months. Yeah. Cause some of those people out there, like they'll be overweight, but they're moving. Yeah. They're fast walking. They're giving it their all on their, the obstacles, even if they can't complete it, like they're trying each one. Uh, and I'm like, like humbled by those people because if I was a person like that who had no physical ability I think it'd be hard to get me to do something like that yeah so. it's a
0: it's a life-changing experience for thousands of people and they have tons of uh what are they called tons of testimonials yes um but and it's, and it's just fun man it's just fun to get out there it in nature and then doing all this stuff. Like me personally, I love all the obstacle stuff. I love trying to get over shit. It kind of reminds me of like when I was a little kid and I just go off to explore and fucking climbing rocks and going through, through bushes and all this other shit and just getting dirty and not being worried about getting dirty. Right. And you're just out there. You're just out there. Um, And that's like one of the other things that I love about the Spartan race is you get to see a part of of whatever region you're in you get to see a part of of the outdoors that you won't typically see anywhere else unless you like make it a point to like hey Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go hike over here or i'm just gonna go camp i'm gonna go out into the wilderness nobody or like there's very few people that go out and do that
1: yeah and the places these races are held are typically on private property like there's somebody's ranch or somebody's land and So like yesterday in the parts where it was like a long stretch of ground that you were traversing. So a lot of people were running it. A lot of people were walking it. I walked a majority of it. Um, but the scenery was just beautiful. Like it was so pretty.
0: Amazing. Like you just want to stop and enjoy the scenery. And if you can't, you can't enjoy that. Like you can't realize like how beautiful that is. Um, yeah, there's Yeah. Yeah, you need to check your perspective. Yeah, cuz you get out there and even though you're exhausted and you're fucking tired and shit, when you see something like that, it's
1: uh it's like a breath of fresh air. I was just like like I was tired and I was my body was hurting, but then you see like wildflowers blooming on like a cactus or um like the little lizards just scurrying around and all the little animals out there and it's like you know, it's just pretty like the creeks flowing the like sun was out uh the mountains were pretty it was just yeah it was really enjoyable yeah
0: you get to enjoy being outdoors getting uh it, it's exercise um, and it's probably like the safest you can do it the safest way you can do it uh yeah, yeah you can hurt yourself doing the obstacles or 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 running um the different sh- trails but you have so many other people out there that will be able to help you out. They've got a medical team out there. You know, you're you're not going. Once gonna-
1: a mile there's a like every single mile there is a stop for water and a, a few of them have like um like energy chews and yeah. this year they have pickle juice and all this stuff. So you're like staying fueled and hydrated throughout this.
0: Yeah. So you're not going to go thirsty. You're not going to go hungry. And for whatever reason, if you can't make it uh, the duration of, of the race, they have people in in uh, the four by fours or the side by sides that they pick you up and they take you back to the start. Yeah. Back to the start. They take you back to wherever it is you need to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. And try again later. Get healthy. Whatever. So, that's why I say it's probably like the saf- safest way to do it and you get out in nature and you get to to see all of it and enjoy it and just take it all in. Yeah. And then it's with a bunch of people too, right? So, I there's a bunch of conversations that get struck up there in the in the middle of of all that
1: madness. <laughs> yes. It was I don't I just don't know how to explain it. Like I'm already like still recovering from this one, but already want to start looking at the next ones that we want to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like if I could do Spartan races once, once a week, I would definitely do it. Well, yeah. not
1: a beast or a super all the time, but yeah. Like the sprints wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be bad. Um, yeah. Like I want to do another beast, but I just, well, oh, those are rough.
0: Yeah. it It's hard. It's, it's not easy by any means, but they're worth it. And it, It's fun as hell. I I always enjoy myself. I've enjoyed myself every time I've done it. We've done other trail runs um, where they've been just as fun. I did some runs last year out here in San Angelo. Um, I forgot I forgot what the series was called, and they were trail runs out in. This is
1: like the Road Lizard Trail Series or something.
0: Yeah, and that was enjoyable because there's a certain point where you get to the top of the mountain that you're running, and the scenery's just fucking amazing man that's that's probably the best thing out of these these races yeah oh at least for me like you get to enjoy the wilderness and just see things that you don't see every day yeah yeah
1: yeah i enjoyed it i mean i'm not going out and doing no trail runs or nothing but i'll do the obstacle business yeah but i mean i do i enjoy going hiking and just getting out you know not necessarily running because uh my knees are fried but um Yeah, just getting out and and enjoying the outside.
0: Yep. And then once you finish the race, you get all this free shit. You get some drinks. They even give beer while you're there, Uh, which we did not partake in because we're doing 75 hard, so we didn't get to drink our beer.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, But next time, we will be able to have a beer.
0: Hell yeah. We'll be able to enjoy a beer uh, afterwards.
1: Yeah. And I mean, again, like the race was taking extreme COVID precautions. So everyone had to be like spread out as you're waiting on the obstacles. There was like a wait here sign. Yeah. We had to wear masks when we were in like the the beginning part of the race where there was a lot of people gathered together, even though we were outside. There was still like a massing of people, so they were like, wear the mask.
0: Yeah, because at the starting line, you're bunched up at the starting point with yeah. everybody else. and They try to spread you out as much as they can, but you're still in close proximity of people, so they make you wear the mask. Yeah. But as soon as the race starts, what, like 50 meters into the race, you're, you're getting rid of the mask.
1: Yeah. Um. But, I mean, it was definitely um a good time. Yeah. yeah. And I enjoyed... So I think this is the first time well, I know this is the first time we've ever had another girl do it with us. Uh, it's always just been me and you. And then I think Chewy did it with us. Yeah. And then we did the other ones by ourselves, right?
0: Yeah. Well, uh, what that wasn't a, a Spartan race. No, the one we did was Edney.
1: No, that but she didn't run it.
0: Oh, she didn't? She stayed with the kids. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Eddie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a terrain race. It was a, a mud race, but it wasn't like a Spartan.
0: Yeah, it, I, yeah, it was just a terrain race. There weren't really any obstacles. Like there were a couple, but it, it wasn't nothing like what the Spartan race has. Yeah. Uh, so it was cool. But that was like we got to see a part of Florida that I mean yeah. I never we, would have went
1: there otherwise.
0: Yeah, we were in the middle of nowhere. We were running through creeks and rivers, and
1: you know I did. Um, so. Our kids are very athletic. I'm sure you guys know they're like in gymnastics six days a week. They're just they enjoy challenges and competition and just being outside. Um, and they keep giving us crap about not letting them run the Spartan race. Yeah, they yeah. were like, we could have had a medal, but you wouldn't let us do the kids race, or we could have did that, but you wouldn't let us. And it made me feel really guilty. So next time for sure, we're gonna sign them up. Yeah. to run the race.
0: I think we just need to sign them up for a, a race nearby and just take them for them to run it. Yeah. And then we'll just be there to support. We could do yeah. our race later.
1: I'm down for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, if if you do not get the the physical health benefit of a Spartan race or you don't enjoy the, the nature, the scenery, the wilderness, uh, you don't enjoy the positivity or the – uh, the company of all the people from everywhere out there, if nothing else, it should be like a good story, a good conversation starter. Uh, I mean, shit, we're making an entire podcast about, uh, our experience in
1: the Spartan race. Um, I mean, so again, like I'm going to try to do more races this year if we can. Um, we just have a lot of stuff coming up, but, um, like, if we go do the one in Nashville or in Lebanon, Tennessee, um, like, dad could come, mom could come, or whoever, um, and stay with the kids while we were in it, and then the kids could run the kids' race after, which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would because be Because then awesome. Shane's kids could do it, Stan could do it, whoever, you know, it'd be a good time. Yeah, that'd be so fun. So, that, Shane, that's me calling you out saying, if we come, you gotta do that race with us.
0: And I love Tennessee, so I, I'm all for it. Although, we generally get to see a good portion of uh, like the countryside of, of Tennessee. Yep. But that would be a lot better, running the, running the Spartan race in Tennessee. Yep. I say let's do it. Down for it. All right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Okay. We got our hour in. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm tired.
0: Yeah. Don't be weird about it. Uh, all right uh thanks everybody for listening don't forget to go check out uh our website so com. sign up for the newsletter stay updated on all the things that we're doing um sign up for the blog got some stuff that we're we're writing about and putting some stuff on there uh gonna get holly to start writing some blogs as well right now it's just me but that's okay um if you don't enjoy it I do but I think you will enjoy it um, hit us up on Facebook or Instagram uh, we it's Ville Podcast or at Ville House Podcast for both Facebook and Instagram leave us a message follow us do all the cool stuff and lastly certainly not least um, subscribe to the podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it uh, leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. five star review thank you um hopefully and drop a review in there. Also, Uh, it helps the podcast grow even more than what it already has grown. And uh, it just reaches more people to listen to our shenanigans that are hopefully getting some, some nuggets and pearls out of everything that we're dropping. All right. Uh, We'll see y'all next week. Later. Oh, psych. Babes. Oh, I was gonna be Uh, so mad. I did it. I got through my like my little spiel.
1: You were on the zone. Oh, I'm so scared. I was mad in advance. I I was thinking about what I was gonna tell (laughs) you as soon as you pushed the button. Um (laughs) But no, I just wanted to call out Aaron and Justin and say thanks for running the race with us. And be ready to do the next one. We're gonna call you guys out on it. Hell yeah. And then that's it. So peace out, Cub Scouts. Peace out, Cub Scouts.
0: Now we will see y'all next week. Later.